Hello, everyone, and welcome to Peeling Back the Truth, Session 3, with myself, Ashley Bunkelman, and Katie Cutler here. Um, I do have 15 years of experience. I'm a certified national chemical peel and laser trainer specializing in customized plans for medical aesthetic practices. I've helped open three successful medical spas, and I'm on a mission to continue building the industry to its full capacity here with Katie Cutler. Welcome, Katie. Happy, you know, post-4th of July. Yes. Hi, Ashley. One. How are you? I hope you had a good week. I did. I did. I know. I know you spent time at your little cottage. I did. We've talked about this a lot. And I just, I always like, that's kind of like, what's a cottage? Because we don't do cottages really in do Pennsylvania. Beaches. beaches. Yeah, we do beach houses. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But it's very cute. Must be a Michigan thing. It sounds, well, you guys are all, all about the lake. We are. Right? Yeah. We are. We don't really, we're not big. We're more ocean people, I think which scares the living daylights out of me. Oh, okay. That's because you're, I, you're I don't used know to being like landlocked. So you're used to the lakes. You know yeah, I, mean? I like to know what's underneath my feet. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like worms and stuff in the river or the lake. <laughs> what do you think? There's not sharks. In the lake? Not jellyfish, not sharks. I like pools. I like pools. I you do know. like pools. Would yeah. you have a fantastic pool? So there you go. Yeah, I like, I can see the bottom. Everything's good. But Perfect. anyway, Perfect. my name is Katie Cutler. I am also a medical esthetician who's been in the industry for over 15 years. I am an instructor, a trainer. I work for a really amazing school, the Institute for Laser Medicine. I um, in, uh, do clinical training for Arrowlace Medical Lasers, and I also do some consulting. So I've been around for a long time, and I've seen a lot in the industry. I know a lot just from being here. Um, in this industry, the experience is where you really get all your information. I'm sure Ashley would agree with that. Um, so I'm Katie. Alrighty. Well, I, um, I'm really excited to get into the session, Katie, just because last time we left on session two with talking about what it takes to open up a med spot and to have a successful med spot. And I know that we have an amazing guest speaker, Christine, later that has a couple med spas. Um, and I'm so anxious and excited to talk with her as well. But let's talk a little bit about what you and I think about successful med spas, who's opening. Um, I know that it's a huge thing in the industry right now. And it's, it's obviously something of importance that people probably should really know what to look for when they're opening up a med spa and if they have what it takes. Yes. And, you know, we're taught that, that I think it's funny because like, that was our original topic. You and I, we said, we were like, let's talk about that. Right. Mm -hmm. But then when we were talking all week, you and I about this topic in general, and actually when I had spoke to Christine about the topic, I think all three of us, just because of our experience agreed that we can't really talk about this topic unless we talk about how important education is. Yeah. And, you know, and what, you know, mm -hmm. I always think of that uh, commercial. I don't know if you guys ever saw, it, but it's the more, you know, it's like ABC or CBS, oh, I yeah. don't know, you know, and they have, you know, different famous people on there just saying like, the more, you know, right. And I think in every profession, in every industry, the more, you know, about everything in the industry, the better you are at whatever your role is in that job or that, mm -hmm. that industry, the more, you know, about everything the better you are. And in this industry, it's unlimited. It, it just never ends. Every day there's new things. If you don't stay on top of it, you're gone in a week. I truly think knowledge is power when it comes to aesthetics and medical spas. Um, as we just talked about, I was at my cottage this past weekend or week. And, you know, I didn't really 
open my phone too much because I was with my kids and my husband. But when I did open my phone, it was me skimming new releases of things, me skimming new things that celebrities are endorsing, new things that are coming out on the market. It's almost not just a job for me. And I know you could say the same, Katie, it's a hobby. It's literally like a lifestyle of a hobby, 100%. knowing new lasers, new peels, um, all of those things. And, and I think it's funny because you and I both are so strongly, um, strong believers on aerolays that when we see new lasers, like, I think it's exciting to see new lasers, but I'm like, eh, yeah. That's nothing, you know, whatever, <laughs> but, and, and, you know, some of them might be amazing, but for us with our, you know, technology base with aerolays, I'm just like wowed by the fact that there's no other laser like that. So I think it's a lot to be said when people just, you know, I'm, it's hard because give it 15 years ago when we started in this industry, Katie, there was not much talk of it. When was I would tell much, people, there wasn't, it wasn't when, really that like, if you got a laser 10, 15 years ago, cause I, I was working in an office that the doctor was extremely, you know, strong in the laser area. And he was one of the only doctors at the time around that was really getting into like fractionals and mm -hmm. different, you know, types of radio frequency and micro needle. And this was 10, 15 years ago. And I learned so much watching him but it was, if you told someone you were getting a laser treatment back then, it was like, are you crazy? Like, what are you doing to yourself? Now I think it, it's not so, you know, it's, it's everywhere. I think it's funny because when I, you know, we've been in this over 15 years and when I tell people I'm a medical esthetician and I'm a laser tech, they would think when I'd say I'm a medical esthetician, everybody would think, oh, you're a nurse anesthetist. And I, I'm like, I get no, no, all the time. no, no, no. I'm like, well, and maybe, because maybe people, I would, I would love to be, no, sure I am. Um, people People didn't get it where I feel that people, because there's so much more knowledge base out there and there's so many different, I mean, everybody wants to open up the med spa. Mm -hmm. And I think like you and myself and Christine had talked about educating yourself before you, I mean, having a grand idea of opening a med spa, more power to you. Having a grand idea of opening up an aesthetic practice, more power to you, but you really need to dive deep into knowing a how to run the medical spa, B, how to have the team of experts helping with your medical spa and know that even though you purchase, you know, your devices and your peels, that it's always evolving. Every mm -hmm. single day is evolving. You have to keep up with it. If, if you've been an esthetician, a medical esthetician or a laser tech, and you've been out of the game for five years, you're done. You need to refocus everything. If you've been out of the game for two months, you could be done. Yeah. <laughs> you could be I mean, like lost, but I, you know, Let's, let's go. I just want to take a couple steps back mm -hmm. um, about just in general and education with the industry and, mm -hmm. and people who are doing these treatments, um, people who are receiving these treatments, people who are running the facilities that are, are um, purchasing the devices. Um, at the end of the day, and like, I want to put this out there because I really think this is a huge thing um, to, to be a laser technician in a medical spa. If you are an, let's say you're an esthetician, in aesthetic school, when you get your license, we do not learn about lasers. We don't, we, we don't get any information about lasers. When I was in aesthetic school, we took a one day trip to a laser school, which was the Institute for Laser Medicine, and we toured it. And then it was up to us if we wanted to go forward and maybe, you know, take a laser course or a chem peel course. Um, nurses. I have all the respect in the world for a nurse, but in nursing school, and this is just factual, you don't have laser training. 
You know, nope. you don't learn how to do chemical peels. You don't learn how to inject Botox and filler. Okay. Exactly. So you, a nurse is an extremely intelligent person who has a degree and has worked really hard in school. I do not deny that, but they still even need training, even with their medical background, they still need training. So because of the fact that it's okay to do the treatments in a medical spa or wherever you're practicing, that leaves the responsibility on you. And you need to get that, you know, continuing education so that you can know really what's going on and what you're doing and that you're doing it properly. Because at the end of the day, this is not putting, you know, a mask on somebody. This is a device that can be extremely dangerous. This is, you know, injectables, which, you know, is also could be very dangerous. Medical chemical peels, you could really injure someone with a medical chemical peel if you don't know what signs to look for, you know, how to apply properly, how to neutralize properly, what that peel requires. It's a lot of information. Uh, we have a whole class on chemical peels at the Institute for Laser Medicine because it's that, that intense, you know, you really need to understand it. So let me just, you know, but I just want that to be, you know, that responsibility lies on you, you know, it just, that's, that's just it. I think that it's amazing to have, you know, when, when new facilities, even other, not even new facilities, get a new device in, um, specifically lasers and even aerolase, they have a one day, two day training program where you can come and learn the lasers. I personally, unless you're studying that day in and day out, feel that, you know, the instructors, you and I obviously give them the right tools to do that. However, they need to continuously keep doing their homework on that because if they don't do that, that's where damage is done. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Katie, I mean, I don't know where you went to esthetician school, but it sounds way better than mine because I didn't even get a one day field trip to any laser thing. I didn't touch a chemical peel. I didn't touch a laser. I learned, um, lymphatic flow and lymphatic drainage and massage. And that's what we had. I mean, yeah, like that whole a mask. Routine. Yeah. And there was a mask involved and, and waxing of course. And, but when you get down to the nitty gritty and that's a fine line where there's a traditional esthetician that does facials, and then there's a medical esthetician. And, and there's, there's a, a laser place for that. You know, Ashley, there is a place for a traditional aesthetic um, esthetician because right. some people don't want to get into more aggressive things or lasers or, you know, and you can, uh, uh, like an esthetician who just does facials can also definitely help someone's skin and use Absolutely. products and teach them how it's a hundred percent, but it is not the same thing. You know, the, the practice that we're practicing and the practice that an esthetician is practicing, let's say at just a, a spa, just a regular spa. They're very different. You know, a medical spa, that name on the end spa, um, it's not a spa, you know, it's not the kind of place where you're going for someone to rub your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's where you're going to get a medical treatment. So it's, it's much more um, intense as far as, you know, what the technician's education is. I agree. And I think that People are not completely focused on how dangerous it can be when you don't know what you're doing. And that's where medical spa owners need to be extremely cautious on who they're hiring for their team of experts, because somebody can sell themselves on paper, but in a clinical platform, they may be pushing the ticket too far to create damage 
or they may be not doing enough because they're scared to, and then and there's no they result. don't get any result. Mm -hmm. And so, they're, they're spending thousands of dollars. I agree. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, there's, and, and, and that's another thing for business owners. Let's get into this a little bit. If you don't mind, Katie, business owners, I, I truly, you know, I think it's a fad right now with med spas. I truly do. And I think that sometimes people, um, with, you know, society and the way insurance is right now and how medical things are right now, that a lot of physicians and, and business owners are going across the, their scope and their range of what their expertise are and think, yeah, you know, cash and carry doing a med spa is amazing, which some of them probably succeed. And that's amazing because they have an amazing staff, but some of them might not succeed because they think, oh, we're just going to go open our doors. And, you know, I've been an ophthalmologist for 20 years and I'm going to open my doors and I don't and I have a laser. Us. So right. I'm going to be good to go. And it's, you know, so this is what I see all the time because I'm in a lot of practices all over the place. Um, and I do do some consulting for these practices. And what I see a lot is um, people open a med spa or they're, they're trying to open their med spa. And they find that the importance lies in where, um, <laughs> the important lies in what devices do I have? Do I have the most popular, you mm -hmm. know, when something is a fad? So if this is a fad or that's a fad, do I have that? And I need this and I need this and I need this and I need this. And they purchased all this, you know, all these supplies, skincare, four lines of skincare, you know, mm -hmm. and then they're upset two months into opening when they're not making it because they have so much overhead that they can't, they can't make it. But you don't need all that. You, you can start so simplified and provide amazing services if you're knowledgeable enough to know that. Right. And then I feel also, and with the, all of that overhead and them not succeeding, it's almost like a used car lot is in their showroom because they've yeah, purchased like a laser cemetery. Yeah. And, and then, and that's where people don't understand a lot about airways where it could be your very neo elite could be your very first laser. And it is going to do everything that you need to do with opening up a med spot. And then you add in your era. I mean, People if you have a neo, you can advertise laser hair removal, skin tightening, skin rejuvenation, pigmentation, removal, rosacea, Beans. vessels, it, the fungus for toenails, toenail fungus, you know, and some medical spas might not want to go there to that more medical side, but that's okay. It still does it. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have a client who comes in for skin rejuvenation and says, has flip-flops on and says, yep. my toes look terrible because I have toenail fungus. And you could say, we do I that. have an answer for that. Even worse. I mean, right. it just depends if you want to get into that. But the thing is, is you always have those options to grow bigger. Yes. And to grow more income for your, your med spa your establishment. Medicine. You could have a Neo, a Glytone peel line mm -hmm. and a micro needle pen. Mm -hmm. And you could have every service you could possibly think of to um, start with, to start with and really get some revenue going. And then when you start to, you know, make a profit, let's say, you know, maybe I'm going to bring something else in, you know, now yeah. it's time, or maybe I'm going to hire another person. Don't hire five people to start, you know, hire what, you know, what you need for who you have, you know, coming in your doors. Um, and, and when you hire people, make sure that just because they have an, you know, a their license doesn't mean they have experience, you know, and I talk about this, this aspect of experience all the time to, 
people I'm training, my students, anybody you know in the industry, I can give you the tools. I can show you how to do something and teach you how to do it properly. But what I can't give you is my experience. I can't give that to you. I can talk about it. I can tell you different scenarios I've been in. But what, what I feel makes me you know, good at what I do is the time that I've been here and what I've learned being here. Absolutely. I, all, all about experience. And I also think it takes a certain person to do what we do in this industry. It's either you have it or you don't. If you're having people come into a medical spa that is seeking out your advice and your expertise, you didn't break down their door. They made an appointment with you and they want your best advice with product knowledge and, um, you know, services, and they don't leave with anything to help prep their skin with those services. I don't feel that we've done a great job. No, I, I don't and feel that I've done my time. job. Well. This is all the time. I, I run into people who say to me, oh, I had a treatment, a laser treatment um, a couple of months ago. And I'll say, oh, okay, well, what type of laser? Oh, I don't know. I, I had a laser treatment. <laughs> they have no idea why, what, you know, how. What are you using on your skin? Oh, you know, my normal Olay, which is fine. But if they want medical grade skincare, I wouldn't be selling them Olay. Or they do know what they had done, but they were never told that that treatment needs to be done in a protocol. Correct. You know, they get one treatment, they sell them that one treatment, and they don't realize that to really get that maximum result that you're looking for, you need to do a protocol of maybe say three treatments, four weeks apart. Um, you also need to follow up with your skincare, maybe come in for like a, a booster. You know, there's a lot of things that people want to sometimes are just selling one thing because they want to get that out, that sale. But like, Let's make it about the client. Let's make it about your client and getting them to the best place you can with their skin. And I guarantee you, your success is going to be so much greater than that one Absolutely. sale you got. Patient care is so important because without your patients, you don't have a practice. You don't. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is what it is. And even with chemical peels, being a national chemical peel trainer, there are so many offices I walk into and they do chemical peels on their patients and they don't have any post care to give them. They're not giving them any post care for the um, post the peel. They're not giving them any post care while peel is, you know, their skin's healing from the peel. They're just slapping it on and going. And that to me, I think business owners that own medical spas and aesthetic practices, they need to be involved on the day-to-day -day when they first start running their med spa. Okay, what is our protocol for X, Y, and Z with these chemical peels? What is our protocol with these lasers? It's not just, uh, excuse me using this term, but it's not a flop house where you can just, oh, you can do what you want. Like there has mm -hmm. to be some parameters there. And I and feel like the the business owners need to put those in place if they're going to have a successful med spa. A hundred percent. And there are two aspects to selling the products that the clients need for take home. Um, there's two. One, yes. Is it bringing in revenue to your medical spot? Yes, it absolutely is. But it also is sending your client home with the proper products is going to maintain what you've done in the spa for them, the mm -hmm. treatment that you did. So in return is going to make them a happier client who's going to continue to come back. Better results. Better results. And it's going to make them long-term yeah. where if you do a treatment and they go home and go back to their regular life, tanning, you know, um, not using sunblock, eating unhealthy, not drinking water, maybe not drinking, smoking, whatever. And we don't have this conversation with our client, why those things are so important and how they go into, you know, this treatment that I'm doing, mm -hmm. you're not going to get that long-term success. 
I remember like when I was actually um, a technician working, you know, and treating clients, mm -hmm. um, I used to have like a rule with myself that I made sure that every client I had, especially my regulars, I knew exactly what was going on with them at home. And I would have it in their chart and I would say to them, okay, how much of this do you have left? Do you need more of uh, Elta sunblock? Do you need more uh, event, like whatever? Do you need more uh, Glytone facial? Whatever we have them on, I make sure that they, they still have it. Are they liking it? Do they want to maybe try something different? Like I would be very in touch with their home routine. Which, which makes you more successful with a company and it makes you have more success for the patients. I can't tell you how many times I am very cautious when we have hydroquinone treps in the season that we need them, how they're on them for three months. And I need to make sure to remind, that is my job to remind my patients when they're coming back to get their services. You know what, Cindy, you've been on this hydroquinone trap for almost three months now. What I'd like you to do is get off of it next week when you hit the three month mark and let me get you into a natural brightener for your skin, because we don't want to over exfoliate and overuse hydroquinone tretinoin. And that is a key to being very in tune to your patients where Cindy might say to me, oh my gosh, it's already been three months. I didn't even realize that. Thank you so much. I would have continued using it mm -hmm. when they like, really you should have, have to be on top of your client. You have to have those notes in your chart. You have to know what's going on. And, you know, this well-rounded treatment is really so, so important. Um, I feel like there's so many, um, I'm getting like a little excited. I feel like there's so many things that so I many layers so of many peeling layers back the truth. of peeling back the truth uh, <laughs> about you know, this type of, of, um, thing, like I just, that education piece, like whether you are the consumer or the technician, it is so crucial. Um, there's so much bad information on Instagram, Facebook, millennials are all over this medical oh, yeah. skincare. They're oh, all gosh. over it. You know, they are into microneedling. They're into injectables, you know, 20 somethings are getting Botox They're getting injectables. And they also are watching Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. And they're seeing things that are not true. They're not factual. I do have to say though, I will give a shout out to the Kardashians right now, because through COVID, I have to say they've made people more aware of aesthetic practices and med spas because they preach about what they're doing to their skin and things that they're doing. So they're making younger generations, more millennials, oh, very 100%. aware of, so I have Social to say, media to is the reason that <laughs> the, the millennials are coming in the med yeah. spas because they see it and they want it. They want the, the, whatever they see, they want, you know, if it makes them happy or it's something that they, you know, would like to change about themselves, they want it. The dangerous part is there is a lot of self, uh, care, like doing it at home on these, you know, on social media, there's a lot of misinformation on social media. So just make sure when you're on social media, whatever you see that interests you find a reputable place to go to and a reputable esthetician or nurse who can say to you, okay, yes, that treatment's appropriate for you. That treatment isn't appropriate for you. That's, that's where it lies in the, in the consumer. I have to say the side note to you, Katie, because I think you're going to be blown away with this. I had um, one of my counterparts in, in the med spa that I work at talk to me about a friend of a friend that ended up ordering some PDO threads off the oh internet and doing them herself Stop. On, on her eyes. 
it's not it's 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 like we're like smiling but it's really not even funny because but that's the, but that's the thing that's where we need to make sure that when people and and I say we like we're the you know med spot police which is funny but I want people to be very aware and I know you do too and that's the purpose of our podcast is to educate people people need to realize when they're opening up a med spa it takes more than just a grand idea yeah. They need to know that when they're opening up a med spot, you need a team of educated experts that know exactly what they are doing and who they are and what they stand for. It's not to me because we, and, and I think the same thing with you, Katie, it's not just a job to us. This is what we're no. passionate about. This is what we love to do. I mean, I eat, breathe and sleep skin. Like I literally I do like too. All yeah, and I, I and that's things. why we click so well. I just think that people don't get it sometimes. No. And I, like, I do things a lot of the time in this industry for people or for clients or for people I've trained or just for them, not because I'm getting anything out of it. Out of it. I just right. do it because it's like my passion is to put it out there as much of what I've received in information over, over the years, mm-hmm. whoever I can give it to in this industry and it helps them and it helps wherever maybe they're working or whatever they're doing to be better. I'm all for it. If I have the time, I will do it for you and not looking for a return because, you know, I really believe like if you give, you know, think if you give your knowledge, you get knowledge back, you get information back. So um, I think that's big. I had, I wanted to say something. I hate this. And while you're thinking of it, it. I, you know how we, we help people. I mean, obviously at like gatherings, people are always asking us, I have one to share that happened at the cottage this weekend. Oh, why you were Um, drinking tea (laughs) with your pinky up. I had, um, I had never met this person. One of, um, uh, a coworker that works for, um, my med spa owners, she's a provider for them. And she introduced me to a friend of her um, of hers. And this woman had a very large, almost, I would say golf ball size cyst looking thing on her back. And she's like, I've had so many people tell me that they can't remove it. She's went to so many derms, all of these things. I'm like, that's actually two large blackheads embedded in your back. And she's like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, it is. And we stood out in the lake and I know this. Oh, I'm gonna, some I, people I can't, I know. And I got okay. it out. <laughs> oh, Ashley. <laughs> So that enticed these people to start talking to me about like, how do you know this? And how do you know that? And blah, 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 blah. But people do that all the time. I'm sorry. Oh, if I all the the time. Out, but- no, it's okay. But I know all the time um, people will say to me, you know, something like that. And I will say to them, well, that's not the case at all. Like it's this simple. Or yeah. I'll have people say to me, come in for a treatment and say to me, well, I don't know. I've had this like mark on my forehead for the longest time, but it's okay. You can just treat me. <laughs> No, I can't just treat you. You need to get that checked that out. Checked out. Yeah, yeah. I can't just treat this weird mark on your forehead and not have you have it medically looked at. Excellent. And, you know, you oh, I know what I was going to say. I, I know it's, it's kind of back on our last topic, yeah, but I just want to put it out there. So like you said, the PDO threads on your own. First of all, I can't even imagine sticking that. I was terrified. Face, right. But what about maybe let's say you get through the whole procedure. And you're okay with your result. What about infection? Infection. Well, that's what happened to this woman. She lost her eyesight for six hours. Great. Because she got an infection, but she really wants to do it again. And I'm like, I I just, it's so crazy. Like, which brings me back to the show botched. I mean, they have an incredible show because people are doing things, not 
by doing, and some of them might be doing the research and the, the physicians look right. really great. And on there's paper. always mistakes that happen, you know, but there's others that went to, you know, Mexico and got this job done because they want to save a little bit of money, which is fine, but that's why people are getting these terrible results or not getting results at all because they're not educating themselves fully yes. on where to go, who to see and making sure people are reputable. A hundred percent. And I think that like, uh, over like in this conversation today, don't get me wrong. We could talk about so many different situations that go on, mm -hmm. but I think that our, our message is just please educate yourself. If you work in the industry, take the responsibility and go educate yourself. Um, you know, it's just crucial. It's crucial. Um, it can mean, it can be the, the matter of like something really damaging happening to you or somebody, you know, or to one of your patients. So just take the time and, and do your due diligence and make sure that you are, you know, really, really knowledgeable in whatever side of this you're on. Knowledge is power. Yes. And today we have a guest. Yay. And so I just want to talk a little bit about our guest. Let me see if I just want to get her on. Oh, uh, there she is. <laughs> so hi this is christine, hi, christine. Hi. Um, i have the pleasure of working with this woman she is just i've never, never really never, saw never, really, really. anyone work as hard as this lady <laughs> she does not stop she just is always moving so she we appreciate you taking time out of your day for us thank you so much christine Sure. She, I have a smart lipo consultation coming in. And, all right, in we're going to get bit, you going. So. so I'm going to, so I just want to say she is um, part owner of the school of the Institute for Laser Medicine in Skipback, Pennsylvania. It, I am lucky enough to be an instructor there. If you're looking to go to school, this is such a reputable and amazing school. It's like a boutique school. There's very little, oh, awesome. um, little classes. Um, it's not like you're in this, it's just you and maybe six to eight people. And the very instructor, amazing but she does a great job you know keeping the school moving she's expanded it so much she also runs a, a med spa Estrella med spa so this is christine and um thanks for coming you're welcome you're welcome thanks for introducing me so our podcast kind of went to the theme of education and why it's so important and like from your side you know from your side on the more owner staff you know creating a staff side what do you think about that? Like, what is your opinion about education in the industry? Oh, well, it's so important. That's part of the reason that, um, you know, I think the school started was because we had nurses coming into our med spa that we were doing Botox and filler on. And they were like, I'm a nurse. Can I do this? And it, that's how it kind of like escalated to, hmm, maybe we should start a school to teach this mm -hmm. um, and teach others how to do it. But we're not really, we are like a boutique school. It's exactly what I say too, because our class sizes always are when you're doing microneedling or PRP or more of the, you know, more involvement like that, which typically four to six students in a class. And then when we're doing our laser classes or body contouring classes, there's more six to eight students in a class, but it gives you that, um, hands-on hands mm -hmm. yeah, and you can actually learn when I went to laser school and this is a true story. There was about a hundred women in my class. I was in Arizona. I didn't touch a laser the entire week. I all just didn't. All didactic. All didactic. And yep. I honestly, I didn't really learn anything there. Everything I've learned has been on the job because I didn't have the luxury of mm -hmm. having a really good school like the Institute for Laser Medicine that was really going to give me that information that I needed, put my hands on something, you know, 
and really give me that feeling of, of getting into the industry and going from there. And like, Christine, you know, you talk to a lot of people, I'm sure, who want to get into this, women who are coming from all areas of their life, men also who are looking for career changes, whatever it may be, because I know our students are always very diverse from what they're yeah. coming from. But what do you think, you know, about their responsibility, like taking these classes? Like, I feel like it is an absolute responsibility for somebody who wants to get into this industry to take the responsibility for their education. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, we get calls all the time from people that aren't even in this industry at all. They might be a school teacher and want to do this in the summer or have always loved this aesthetics or some of these people that each state's different with their laws. So some people are going to school for eyelashes or microblading mm -hmm. and it's, it's teasing them to want to get into more of the aesthetic side of things. Mm -hmm. So they call and want to take our classes so that they can open up their business. I'm not going to be anyone's dream breaker. I certainly feel like, you know, anything you put your heart and soul into, you can accomplish anything you want to do, but you got to have the education behind it. You got to take classes. You got to go to shows. You got to, you know, meet with reps, all different types of equipment and find out what, what's going to work for you and the demographics that you live in and what, who you want to attract. A lot of the lasers that are out there, as far as lasers go, there's so many of them. It's like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. You can't just That's go pick sure. one. And you have to, you know, you have to know your, you have to know the background. You have to do some research. You, you have, have to, to be able classes. to advocate for yourself. You can't yeah. just listen to what people say. Mm -hmm. I do have a question for you, Christine. Um, just because I know Katie knows obviously the backstory a little bit more than I do, but with the aesthetic schooling, do you only have one location in Pennsylvania? We do. You so, should expand. <laughs> I mean, there's well, so many people around bit. the country that want like help because we do some pop-ups in yeah, New York and different areas. Um, we, we, like almost borrow a location and we teach courses in New That's York, amazing. Virginia, different areas, but our home hub is in Skipback, Pennsylvania. That's but awesome. that being said, I think the goal is for the school to expand, obviously. That's you know? awesome. The pandemic really honestly has changed a lot. Even, even in my, um, I have over 25 years. I, I started out as when I was 18, I went to uh, cosmetology school through tech yeah. school. Yeah. So I got my cosmetology license when I was 18 and then it just kind of took off. And so as far as like aesthetics or beauty industry over 25 years of experience um, in this industry and the pandemic took a whole different approach for me because there was a lot of people doing virtual classes and certifying people. And I had people calling saying, can you do that? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I need, I need to see you touch it, feel it, test drive it. Yeah. Like I can't certify you without, right. you know, touching a piece of equipment or injecting somebody, you know? So it was- Kudos to you for doing that. Yeah, and I and think, I think that shows what type of a person you are when you decide to say, pump the brakes, right. you need to do hands-on. We, this is a serious, um, thing to be trained on. And that's, and again, Christine, thank you so much for coming. I know it's a super busy day for you, but that's where I feel that people need that knowledge base. And I, and congratulations to you for putting your foot down on that because people think that they're just going to take a course online and they're ready. No. And we yeah. just didn't allow it. Like we didn't, nope. we, we did meet them halfway a little bit. We yeah. would do our didactic on virtual, let them get yep. that under their belt. And then they, then they, to get their cert certification, they had to come into the office and get their hands on whatever the training was that they were doing. So we got a, a little bit of it under their belt, you know, get, got them started, but mm -hmm. you know, to complete, they had, we had to see them face to face, you know? Yep. So that was amazing. And the other thing I just want to ask you, um, I know that at say Australia, the med spa, um, when you bring a new person on a nurse, an esthetician, whoever you're bringing in an injector, um, 
do you just, you know, go by what they've told you or their resume says and throw them into room one and say, you have a patient at two? God, no. I know you don't. So I'm just kind of <laughs> setting you up. So even, even with our, even with our, even with our school, um, when somebody, which is a, a, one of the biggest perks. So when you talk about expanding, I, I, I know Katie answered that question for you, but it's hard because it's very hard to find people that are super passionate and don't want to just get thrown in there. You have to find people that want to work for you and teach for you that do have a love and a passion for it and want to teach other people and travel. So we do travel from time to time. Primarily, we're in Pennsylvania, uh, New York, and New Jersey. We do travel to Maryland, Virginia. We're, da- we're going to start dabbling into Michigan and Ohio. Yeah, you got uh, to Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll connect with you. Um, yeah, I'd love You to. know, Ashley for that. But um, so when people take classes with us, one of the perks is, you know, also why we keep it not a lot of students in the class is that they do get to apprentice at one of our med spas. So nice. um, we're like one big happy family. Our doctor is a um, stopped delivering babies about five years ago and now does uh, all different types of hormone replacement pellets, um, vaginal rejuvenations to, um, geez, he does so much. Um, he does smart lipo for us but he's our medical um, director and he's one of my business partners. So he has a couple businesses on his own. Um, my other business partner, Gina, has some businesses on her own. And then it's together- It's a really huge organization. So yeah. It's nice it's that you're all involved. Happy family. Yeah, yeah. It's and so it's so nice just that nice that there's every everything you need. Like if you're coming on and um, as a to work in one of these facilities, everything you need is there. You know, a lot of times if Christine hires an esthetician, she'll send her through the school. And yeah. say, you know, you're going to go through our school first, and then mm-hmm. we're going to start putting you on the floor just to get, Amazing. make sure she has that background, that, that, you know, strong core before. And then when she gets on the floor, she's going to shadow someone who's been there for a while. Right. And then maybe we're going to start giving you a patient here and there, you know, so, and that's the way this needs to be done to, yeah. to make sure that everybody's, you know, safe. Well, in, so, in, speaking from my experience, when I've trained on the floor people in our laser division, I truly, I mean, they're on like a six month major training and maybe once in, you know, they can ramp up to doing one service laser wise in that right. six to nine months, but they have to do full hands-on training because again, as we are trying to tell um, people uh, listening to this, Katie, it's a serious matter when you're dealing with lasers. It's not like, just, so serious. I'm just going to get this laser and I'm going to get no results because they didn't know what they were doing. I'm going to get fried and get scarring. It's a happy medium of balance. Mm-hmm. And, and not just lasers, chemical peels, oh, dermaplaning. Okay. With dermaplaning, you're using, literally yeah. using a scalpel that they use for surgeries. So yep. they have to be properly chained, trained. But Christine, I know you said you have to go do a consult, but I just got to throw this out there because it's kind of funny. So Christine's daughter is, has just recently graduated from high school and she also got certified in high school to be in the field. So when she got out of school, Christine had me training her on a couple different things. I trained her dermaplaning, chemical peel, whatever. And I'm telling Christine, I think she's ready. I think she's right. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, you lost me. Um, I said, you know, here I go with my technical. (laughs) I said, um, I think she's ready to take on a client or two, you know, give it. Uh, but let's, let's give her a little more time. Let's give her more training, you know? So, and this is her child. Yeah. So, you know, she's very serious about that. Very and, you thorough. know, I wish everybody was like that in the industry, but unfortunately it's not, but well, that's one of the, hard, that's one of the hard things though, Katie, because 
and, and actually why I want to talk about expanding and maybe you guys can give some feedback on that because one of our perks is when people take our classes, we allow them to shadow in our med spa for a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that way they can like not only see all the things that happen in a med spa, but just kind of work side by side with one of our providers just to kind of shadow, put their, you know, cause they do take a class and then they leave. And I, sometimes if they get a job and they feel a little nervous, I'm like, well, pop back in, you can shadow for a day. You know, it's, it, you it'll gotta be like riding a bike. Ashley, because she is a med spa, maybe, you know, I know. Well, I'm is- sure you could collaborate in some way. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking would be good, you know, but I think it's a big perk because people take a class, they leave and they're like, now what? I need to continue education. And I'm like, you do. So you need to find somewhere that you can apprentice. You yeah. do want to go in like a three. I tell everyone, if you take our classes you'll and you shadow for three months and really, really give yourself like that three month experience, you should be good to start somewhere, whether it's just laser hair removal whether it's just doing fractional, you know, find something that you can excel at and then, you know, go from one thing to another. Yeah. And, and, and one more thing, don't be afraid to take a position in a medical spa that might not be your ideal job. Front desk. Front desk Uh, is huge. You learn so much. So you could be, you could have your license, but get a front desk job. You meet reps, you learn all the products, you learn all the treatments, how long the treatments take. Um, the protocols for the treatments, what skincare is required after the treatments. It's, it's like a free education and you're getting paid. I always yeah, say I front desk is the gatekeepers. Yeah, they I are. always say they are the gatekeepers. They are the first person somebody sees and the last person somebody sees. They are the, the holding the torch to be a gatekeeper. And, and they, they have learn so to much. know everything. They, they really do. You know, they have to yeah. be able to answer questions and really know everything. So it's, it's a great way to get into the industry because if you get in a spa or somewhere you enjoy, most likely if you're up front and you're really good at it and they know you know your stuff, they're going to bring you back to work wherever you are because they want you they know you show up on time they know you are a hard worker you you've you know so much so it's it's a really great stepping stone and christine i think that that's really valuable that you bring people in to do a shadowing because there are so many people especially one of the biggest ones is nurse injectors they think they want to do it they go through training they do it and then they shadow they're like i know that i don't want to do that and that's so smart because people don't they think, oh, I'm ready to hit the floor. Let's do this. And then they take a job and they're like, this is not what I wanted. And now I don't want to do because I just took this job. Yep. All the so, time. It all happens the time. We, all the time. I, I one of our uh, employees, um, you know, is a nurse. She's an RNBSN and she's used to being a trauma nurse and emergency mm-hmm. room and all mm-hmm. these things. And so she thought the same thing. She was like, I'm, I'm going to inject them the Botox. I'm gonna, I, I just, I can't wait to do all this. And she hates it. So now she's my head instructor for the school for lasers. <laughs> you found another spot. <laughs> yeah, she just is all about the lasers. And, and I'm and like, she's amazing. You're a nurse. You know, she's amazing with she Loved has it. a knack with the laser. Yep. She really yeah. does. I remember her brain she, is that way. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It could it clicked for her almost instantly because I, you know, when she first came, I worked with her and um she's so smart, but like she just got it real quick yep. and, and now she just has a passion for it. That's yep. amazing. And and I think one of the hardest things that we get all the time when people call our school is what's the laws? What can I do? What is an esthetician allowed to do? Nobody knows. (laughs) I know. And that's the hardest question to answer. So I just say, well, I mean, you're going to get education. So whether or not you're allowed to do it in your state or not, this is all good want to learn everything. And that's such a good point because we don't know. A a lot of the laws are, you know, it's confusing. And it's so confusing. And you said Michigan and Ohio, Ohio is like its own 
country of I aesthetics. It's, yeah. it's crazy with the, the laws and the capacity of what you can and can't do. So, you know, I think that when you put the right people in front of you, educating the right way, making sure that, that it's very done, it's done very tactfully and diligent and making sure that people are understanding the concept of how just going to a medical spa isn't just a fluff puff thing. And there's some serious things that can happen. And there's some amazing things that can happen as long as they're trained and well-versed in that. And then I guess you have to leave it up to the reciprocity from state to state to figure the rest yeah. out. But so get that education, like, whether it is required, not required. You don't know if it's required, just do it. Do, yep. You know, take that responsibility. So take the extra steps for education, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it happens with peels. Like even when people take our, they'll call and they'll say, uh, well, I already know all about peels. I'm trained on dermatology, sure or whatever it may be. And I'm like, um, well, we teach on glytone peels. So glytone is going to be more of your medical grade peels. And it, it is tough sometimes. Uh, oh, we, we lose her. I think she's just muted her camera or oh, anyway, you. I'll finish her sentence because I, you know, I, I also train and you work for glytone training too. I lost you, but at least I have oh, my video. We got you. But what, like Christine was saying, you know, they, people say they know peels, they know peels, but you don't know medical peels. Not like all that. peels are the same. Yeah. Not one peel line is the same. Mm-hmm. You really need to, and what you need to learn in the classes, what are you looking for when you're doing the peel? What, where is that red flag? What do you need to say? What clinical endpoint do you need? When are you in danger? When is the skin in danger? Because just because something says three minutes, leave it on three minutes. Well, that doesn't mean leave it on three minutes, even if the person's skin is in major distress. Right, right. So yeah. we, they, you need to know all that. And then these are what business owners need to know as well. If they're not in the aesthetic field is there are consequences to not getting the correct education or having the proper people lead your team. If yeah. that's something they don't specialize in. And opening at up the end doors of the day, at the end of the day, it comes back on you. Mm-hmm. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It's going to your come liability. Back on you. mm-hmm. Your liability. So. Is Christine still there? She I came back. I'm sorry, guys. I got lost, but now there's okay. consultations here. So, well, we want to say thank you so much for yes. coming on. And I it's finished such a pleasure your to have you. point about glyton. I finished your point about the chemicals. Oh, good. I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> I knew you could pick up right where I left off, Katie. <laughs> yes. Well, thank right, well, you so much. For having me. Yes. Thank you so thank much. You. And thank have you. Have a great for, day. You know, being so. Uh, you know, really doing it right, I guess is the best way to say, just thanks for doing it right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Christine. Actually, hopefully we see you in Michigan then soon. I hope so. The sky's the limit. Bye. Bye. Well, she is delightful. She is. And I mean, I'm not just saying that, um, I am very proud to be a part of, you know, that school. She's got it going. I've been there for a long time and you know, sometimes things come up and I could go in another, you know, direction maybe, or, or do something different, but that's the one thing I do in this field that I don't think I ever want to leave is that teaching, you know, it, it just really means so much to me, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and every time I am with a group of students and when I see them at the end of the day with that, you know, feeling like I really think I got this or I can do this. It's like, it's such a reward, you know, and it feels so good knowing that, you know, you gave somebody some really important information. Well, it was awesome to have Christina on. I know she had quite a busy day. So thank you for um, connecting her with us today, Katie. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, let's talk about some truths and some myths about today. And then I have an idea for next one, if, if our next session, possibly. Okay. So let me think of a good truth. 
a truth is, which I go myth first, then the truth. I think that would work better. <laughs> okay. You got a myth? Okay. So a myth is that if some a treatment works for one person because it's popular and they are having success with it, it's absolutely going to work for you too. This I love is it. a myth because that is not even close to true. I can tell you this, and I tell this story sometimes, but I have twin daughters. I could do something to one of my daughters and get a result, and then something to the other one, get a totally different result, and they're twins. They have the same genetics, and they still can respond differently to mm -hmm. a treatment. Um, so one could be tan, one could be not tan. There's so many things that go into what treatment is right for you. So don't think just because somebody got a treatment or your friend had a treatment and it was great for them, go get a consult, go get information, find out what is right for you, not what was right for your friend, not what you know was right for that someone else on Instagram. What's right for you? I have another myth to lead on to that. Yes. It is a myth that you have to open up a med spa with a graveyard of lasers. Because not. if you want to open up a successful med spa and you want a laser that has the most bang for your buck and you want it with 36 different skin conditions to treat, you would have Neo by Aerolase. Yes, and then you would. you would ramp into the era with Aerolase as well. If you want to do a little bit of um, superficial resurfacing. So there That's are true. some myths there. Not, I think a truth is it's true that you have to have continued education all the time to have a successful med spa. Don't go I stagnant. Don't so, go stagnant. Um, you know, if you're looking to get into the industry um, and you want to get started, just go that route, you know, get that education. And um, after you have all the knowledge in, in there and you experience a little bit with the education part, go put your time in, you know, put your time in somewhere. Um, even let's, let's look at a couple of prof professions. A hairdresser gets out of um, cosmetology school. Do they throw her in the best salon out there as the head, um, you know, stylist and She's you know, charge top dollar for her haircuts and coloring? No. She's sweeping up hair, shampooing, putting color on, rinsing color out for somebody who has experience. Mm -hmm. A teacher, a teacher doesn't come out of college and go and get the best job in the best school district making the most money. No, mm -hmm. they start out in maybe a district they don't want to go in, or maybe they're substitute teaching, whatever it looks like, and they're making the minimum amount on the scale. And then in 10, 20 years, it's totally different. It's the same thing. You know, you've got to put your time in. You have to build, you have, you have to, to continuously build. build. And that's interesting because people all the time are like, I want to do what you do. And I always say, only get into what I'm doing is if it's going to be a lifelong venture, because I'm what we're over almost 16 years in Katie, and we're still yeah. learning as we go. And we're still building and building and building because that's what you do in this industry. Yes. And, and a med spa, I think another myth is um, one med spot doing it all to perfection all the time. That's a myth. People are not perfect all the time and you're not going to have the same staff all the time. Mm -hmm. If you're a good business owner, you're going to continuously keep your staff. Um, but also you're going to keep your staff with continued education in the future. I'd like to talk more about. Yeah. I think this, I staff. think this topic is definitely a two-part show. I do too. Because it's just, it's, it's really like the core. It, it's the most important point for success that I education think, piece i think we should pick it back up at, in like 
you know, September months, I think it would be yeah. great to talk about fall. Uh, a thing I wanted to talk about, and I just want to throw it around with you for our next topic, next mm-hmm. um, podcast. Yeah. What if we talk about products? products in general, oh, how it makes it so important to have the products at home because that's 80% of your skincare. A hundred. Absolutely. And like, um, products are fun. They're fun. Like, let's be honest. If I showed you my bathroom sink right oh, now, gosh. it's almost sad. Like it's mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. I don't even know what to use. I'm like, what, what route do I want to go today? I just, um, I just feel like it's, it's important. We can talk to, um, aesthetic owners on the next podcast about it. And we can also talk to the consumers, the patients, because there's still so many patients out there that go to med spas. They don't even know why they're using a vitamin C, what it's for. They don't know they might not be using a brightener or lightener, a retinoid. And then we can kind of guide them because you know how many people, and I know people have said this to you too, is they want medical grade skincare, but it's very overwhelming to them. And yes. we could, we could t- kind of talk to people about staples that they should have. And then there's or, the whole plethora of people going to drugstores and trying oh, to get that product. I'm like, I don't even know where to guide you because there's Sephora so, or Ulta. They'd be so listen, overwhelmed. Sephora and Ulta absolutely have their spot. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. they're amazing. I could go in Sephora I go there. or Ulta for, I could literally be for in there days. for 10 hours. If, oh. if I, I go into like a slight, you know, like almost like a coma. I don't and you're just know reading happening. everything. I'm just like walking around. So I can't head. even imagine how people would be so overwhelmed with that when they don't even do what we do. So I let's know. maybe, let's maybe on our next podcast, talk about some products. Let's do it. I think that'd be great. I think it would be great. Well, and I, I think, think it's fun too. And you know what? I think Ashley, it's like a huge thing for people. They don't know what to do. So maybe we can break it down. You know, we can really break it down. Like beginner, we'll go beginner. You know, somebody who's just starting um, intermediate, like somebody who started in the skin, getting their skin good, but they want to take their next step. And then maybe somebody advanced who has been using great skincare and they, what are some things they could do to give it a little bonus? The ages too. Ages are huge. You know, I, my daughter's 15 years old and I preach skincare to her all the time. Obviously I love her using a lot of the glycotin event just because it's sensitive. It's a lower price point for some people that, you know, I'm not having my daughter use something that's, you know, $150. Like you have to be very Mm -hmm. conscientious of, of, of your audience that, and so I think we should get into that. I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be be fun. I'll do a little homework this week and I'm sure you will too. Just, you know, kind of make up some lists and some special products that we like. And, and also like some combos that can even like help those products work well, better. when they post post treatment even yep i mean yep. that's that's the goal is you want to prep the skin and help post treatment so yeah. i think that would be a lovely idea okay sounds fun all righty well all right, it was um wrap it up yeah here we are we're gonna wrap it up session three with peeling back the truth with yes. katie and ashley and, and i just want to thank christine for coming on uh you know and taking the time out of her busy day and if you are looking to you know be educated and to further your education you know, reach out to, um, their website is ilmprograms.com. Um, we'll put the, uh, you know, information on our websites also katiecutler.com and Ashley, do you want to give your website? Ashleybunks.com. That's A-S-H-L-E-E-B-U-N-K-S.com. And please reach out to Katie and I before our next podcast and email us what you want to hear about product knowledge. Yes. Some questions. That would be awesome. We'll be happy to answer. Well, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure, Katie. Always a pleasure. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.